Bring out Elizabeth Selwyn. The tortured souls cried out in agony as the flames mounted higher and higher. Burn, witch, burn, witch, burn, burn, burn. Those I've said of these stones today are the actual practice of witchcraft in the 17th century. Record anything, you're just going to record yourself? You can if you want to. I mean, just in terms of, you know, because last time we were just doing it audio. That's right. So if you have the recording. All right, cool. So So, uh, I'm recording in scrotum sound as usual. Oh, yeah. uh, Yeah, so it's excellent. You know, this is high fidelity stuff. I didn't know it was going to (laughs) be that kind of a uh, session. I would have brought my uh, my clean underwear. Oh, well, I don't wear Uh, underwear, so it doesn't matter. Clean underwear is overrated. (laughs) This day's looking up, baby. I've had mine on for a month. (laughs) Oh, man. He doesn't have clean underwear. You've been wearing the same pair for a month. Mm-hmm. Extra well, I mean, salty. I guess, I guess, question. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I didn't shit them or anything. I just oh, haven't well, washed them in like a couple days. So That's they're, fine. They're kind Nothing of Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong no. with that. So we're, all right. Yeah, we're now good the, to go. Now the, oh, oh, I'm now sorry. the has got COVID. Sure. We're sure. actually recording. I'm sorry, guys. But I mean, oh, you good. won't mind if everyone knows your hygiene. Um, so I think, you know, I, I do a YouTube channel. I think people have caught on by now. Oh, yeah, I'm sure yeah. they have. I mean, they, they, look, they take a look at me and, um, you know. And they say street trash right away. Yes, exactly. I just, you know, I, <laughs> I wear my heart on my sleeve. That's right? good. Well, you don't have any sleeves right now, so mm. there you go. Where'd I wear my that, heart where on. Where did you get that street trash shirt, by the way? Dude, this street trash shirt, and not not a sponsor, but this street tra- tra- uh, street trash shirt is on sale on Cavity Colors. I saw last oh, week for twelve dollars. Right. Oh, I'm gonna buy it. Twelve dollars, dude. That's awesome. I got it. I'm pissed off because I got it before that for something more. But um, I'm sure. Yeah, but yeah because uh, I I picked up a bunch of stuff. I have like Friday the Thirteenth socks. I got uh, Dawn of the Dead socks from them. Yeah, um, they're great. Howling socks. I got a bunch of stuff. I love their. I love their website. They got what? Uh, what is that? Cavity. Cavity colors. Cavity colors. They have great. Yeah. Then they have like theme pages where you can get like the shirt as a, a a sweatshirt, a baseball cap, socks, and a bunch of other stuff. Right. And they do it with different things like Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth, and a bunch of others. So nice. Um, yeah, they're great. Yeah, it's a, it's I a great site. Like them. It's a great site. Yeah, awesome. so it's good to plug them. So, welcome to the uh, next episode of Cinema Slaughter. We have our friend Rob at uh, from Terror at Sentai. Rob is, in case you don't know, he is probably one of the coolest guys. He does a lot of stuff for the horror community that he doesn't even... When we first met, and I've said this story multiple times, and I'll tell it again and again, he was just literally going to other locations with a DVD player, um, a screen that he unrolled and, you know, you know, sound equipment. And he was just in a cafe trying to um, promote horror. And I was like, this, you know, how did you get into doing this and why? And he's like, I just love horror and I just want to put it out there. Somebody sold me a projector and I was just like, all right, cool. What am I going to do with this? I need to do something with it. And so, I just thought that was the coolest thing. I've never seen or met anyone, you know, before meeting you that night. Um, and, I, and obviously, you know, he, he was a horror fanatic. We became instant friends. So um, welcome, Rob. I, I'm glad your uh, Terror at Sentai YouTube channel is is really doing well. It's um, you're getting a, a bunch of viewers and, you know, we hope uh, we hope to do many more of these. I, I just I wish we could do more. It, things have been so crazy busy for for both of us and well, all three of us. And uh, 
So yeah, I'm looking forward to doing more of these because it's a hell of a lot of fun. So welcome, yeah, man. Thanks a lot. I'm I'm happy to be here. I always love you know hanging out with you guys, and uh, it's um yeah, it's it's been interesting you know doing the YouTube thing and being busy, and then you know with everything else going crazy this year, it's been a nuts a year for everybody. So obviously, absolutely, uh, you know it's, it's hard to find time to get together and do stuff. But I you know like I said, I'm I'm happy to be here. We get to talk about some of my favorite stuff, some horror, and um yeah, not yeah. just horror. horror guys. Tis the season, folks. So we are going to be mm. talking uh, Christmas-themed horror movies, and it's you know, anytime you mix a holiday with horror, it you know, madness ensues, especially at Christmas time. There's a lot I realized. I didn't. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize before digging into. I'm like, I've seen so many Christmas horror movies, but I didn't really put two and two together at how many there are out there and how many bad ones there are out there. I mean, Oh yeah. yeah. There's a yeah. lot of bad ones yeah, out there. Sure are. So, um, yeah. So we started talking about doing this for a while. Um, the last episode that we did together, we were like, Hey, let's talk about doing something else. And, and that episode didn't come to play, but we, Omar and I were talking about, hey, let's do a Christmas episode. And I was like, well, if we're going to do a Christmas episode, we're going to do a top five and we're going to bring Rob into this and we'll just all have a great time. And Rob and I immediately we have Rob and I have very similar tastes in movies and we have a very um, rich history of um, of coming up with the same damn films on, <laughs> yeah, on you know, like yeah. we did multiple times um, and not just. Uh, with with our podcast, but we've done this before with um, just outside of the circle. So we were going to like come up with a list of five and go round robin like we did last time with our Slasher Mania episode. And Rob and I both said, well, you know, we're going to have Black Christmas on our list and, and that's going to be, you know, our thing. And we're definitely, we're going to have that. And then obviously yeah, Silent that's, that's Night, easy number Night. one. <laughs> yeah, it's an easily, easily, yeah. if you're going to put a list together, that would have been my, my number one. That's probably my number would have one been and yours. then number two, Silent Night, Deadly Night. I number think two is going to be Silent I mean, yeah. those are the quintessential um, horror, you know, Christmas horror movies. Those are my top one and two. But then I started realizing that, all right, well, if that's the case, then only Omar is going to be allowed to have if he chooses to, he will be allowed to have black Christmas in his list. So I immediately pulled black Christmas and silent night, deadly night from our list. So neither one of us will be able to utilize those just be, for obvious reasons, because it's going to be in, in both of ours. And we're trying to, you know, mix it up a little bit and, and have a little fun with, um, with, you know, this, uh, this episode. So the reason why I said this about Omar is because Omar has never seen black Christmas. I've actually, I've never seen a Christmas horror movie. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. That's actually, madness. no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did see Krampus. So, yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Um, but that's well, you, like you new. Said you, saw, you said you saw the children. Yeah, but that, that was a that was a long a time Christmas, ago. You know, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, it was it was so long ago that I don't remember it being. I remember that it was a set uh, in the snow and the ice, but I didn't realize it was a Christmas. It was it was a yep. long time ago that I saw that. Yeah, it was a Christmas. So I, Christmas I'm even more movie. interested now as to what you um, where Silent Night Deadly. Oh no, I'm sorry, you didn't see Silent Night Deadly Night at all either. You said okay, great. Well, Actually, well, I, I saw it last night. 
Yeah. Oh, Night, Deadly Night or Black Christmas? Oh, you did. You saw uh, both. both. Okay. I saw both. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I am excited then, in, in your thoughts. And then, and then I uh, was watching. I didn't get to see the end of it, but Elves. Oh, oh you did. I wanted okay. to watch that one. Oh yep. wow. Oh wow. That movie was put together with like Elmer's glue and rubber bands. <laughs> like, oh wow. Man. Yeah. And and. Uh, was it directed by uh, was that guy in Grizzly Adams with the the beard uh, uh, Dan uh, Dan Haggerty Haggerty man oh, I was right. like oh yeah. wow because as soon That's as I crazy. saw him I recognized yeah. him I was like oh I remember he that. stars in it too up. doesn't he yeah he's uh, you know he's got a role in it yeah I, yeah I didn't finish watching it but yeah that was like super low budget man it was it was, was, uh, it was pretty so uh, yeah funny. we were just I, talking you know, about that and i wanted to i, I wanted to go see that one um because I, I never saw it and i was reading about it and it's like this sounds in, insanely 80s and just fun yeah um, yeah and definitely. uh so i don't know i guess you'll be able to maybe tell us a little more about how it was but um i um i thought this was going to be an easy list and it was not this was a hard list for me i re- you know i quickly realized looking through this list that like most like you know evil Santa movies and stuff like that, which I hadn't realized before. Besides a few in the '80s that took place then, and you know '70s to '80s, um, most of them are like 2005 to like 2015, right. and that is not in an area that I watch a lot of. So I'm just like, I haven't mm. seen like a ton of these. So it's just, I know it'll be interesting. So when um, we when uh oh, so oh, oh, oh no oh no. Ah, and and uh, and it is my brother. Okay, well so, he's gonna have to uh, wait. He'll have to wait unless okay, he's got okay. horror movies to talk about for Christmas. No, yeah, no. you know, we've invited uh, him. He's been too busy for us. Exactly. Uh, okay. How do I? So he's a busy man. Yeah. And and here's part of the thing. I remember. I was. I don't remember when uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. What is that? Eighty two. Eighty four. Eighty four. Yeah. So I was fifteen. And I wanted to see that movie so bad. You know, you see a commercial or you hear the the hype. And because the buzz at the time was, how dare you? Santa is, is right. sacred. Don't you dare. And people yeah. were up in arms. And then my mom. The downfall of the slasher movie was it, in like 84. Yeah. Yeah. Was that, movie. that was one of the, the things. It really was. So popularized. And I remember my parents. How dare they? This and that. What are they crazy? They shouldn't make slasher films. I'm like. Well, as soon as the, as soon as I heard them complaining about it, I was like, "Oh, forget it! I can't ask them to take me to this movie now." You know, because <laughs> back in the day, believe it or not, I don't know whoever was watching this video, but they actually carded, they actually prote- you know prevented you from going into the theater. I don't know how many times I you know people blocked me from going into to see a, a horror movie that was rated R and I was underage. Um, it really just would piss me off. Anyway. Um, we for the theaters near my house i couldn't get in and so i knew i wasn't even going to try and at that point i was like yeah i'm gonna i'll only ask my mom and dad and here they are they see the commercial and then they start like how dare they make this movie and and so immediately <laughs> i was like well i'm it's gonna they're gonna see block me from this anyway so i didn't bother asking but luckily there's cable tv we had you know other means and uh and i watched it uh on vhs a few years later so Magic times. Yeah, that's a um, indeed. Yeah, like I said, I so I think my um, I think my confidence in my own list is probably somewhere between like sixty five and seventy five percent right now. Okay. Um, <laughs> just to be honest, I know it's not a great way to start, <laughs> but uh, I'm just gonna lay Listen. it out there, folks. Um, you know, I was going through and I was seeing like I'm just like I know I missed some stuff, and I know we were talking the other night. I know there's some things that I wanted to see, 
Yeah. Uh, I didn't get a chance to. And I just checked out there a couple days ago, apparently, because I was just like Google. I was like, what, what am I forgetting something? And um, uh, who, uh, Bloody Disgusting just put out a list a couple days ago of like okay. 120 Christmas movies that's uh, worth the check out. Uh, you know, it's got a lot of whole whole bunch of ones that I, you know, some I haven't even heard of. And, um, you know, and I, oh, I, nice. I feel like I know a bunch, but um, not not of, uh, more of like, you know, of like the 80s and 70s that I know more of. But um, yeah, there was even even a couple of things from there. I'm just like, oh, well, I didn't know about that. All right, I'm gonna have to check out that list. Yeah. So, uh, oh, what was the name of that movie you recommended, Lenny? The the one uh, the, that uh, with the surprise twist, uh, half half an hour oh. in. So that maybe movie, he'll discuss it. So I, I'm I'm going to discuss that. So it, I was it wasn't let... really horror. But no, no, it was it was a horror movie. But okay. it, it, I know which one you're talking about. There's always like we look at this and other people use this phrase. And, and it, there are movies that like um, horror adjacent, you know, yeah. type things where, yeah. you know, you'll see a movie that is it's more of a drama, but it possesses such such yeah. qualities that you, you kind of, you know, you'll put it in that horror category. So, yeah, I like using that term. It makes people think I'm smarter than I am. <laughs> I just kind of pepper it in there adjacent that's pretty intense man adjacent (laughs) 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 so uh like we like to do here we uh we're very polite for you fuckers and um so the guests go first so so yo you little cutie pie uh let me here hold on let me let me touch the screen where your face is Oh, oh, oh yeah. Ooh. Okay, sir. Careful, I told you, dirty underwear. I'm wearing dirty uh, that's underwear. Okay. I'm not gonna go I'm not gonna go below the belt on this one. Okay. We'll we'll save so that. No for later. no no finger sniffing. I don't know why I'm even here. But... <laughs> All right, I so I'm starting to solve my guess Wow. Yeah, man. Hit the it. Christmas spirit. All right. So <laughs> So my, my number five um, is, it's got a few different names, uh, is Dial Code Santa Claus. Oh, my God. He yeah. is. Never even heard of that. Woo! And it's, uh, well, it was, you know, you can, you can watch it now pretty easily because they just got it on Shudder. And I know Joe Bob just actually went it. And I, I watched his, you know, his going over it. Yeah. Uh, kind, kind of half-heartedly because I, you know, was doing something in the background. Um, but uh, it's, it's an interesting movie. Uh, so the other names for it are, it's, what's, I forgot the number. It's uh, 3615 uh, cold, uh, Code Père Noël. It's a French film. And the other one is Deadly Games. Um, so I think it's most easy to find probably under dial code Santa Claus. I think that's what they have it on under Shutter. I'm not positive. Um, but uh, this movie, so it's a French movie, and it's from like 1989. And uh, the thing that this movie is kind of known for is its similarities to uh, Home Alone. And um, people kind of, you know, because it's, you know, this, this, so this kid is, you know, trapping like a Santa that, you know, Santa, a guy who's dressed as Santa that comes to the house, um, breaking into the house. It's kind of like, you know, a cat and mouse game kind of thing with that. But he has a lot of, he builds a lot of gadgets to kind of like, you know, trap Santa and like, you know, like, like a home alone kind of deal. Um, yeah. Now, in terms of the story, um, it, it's not really <laughs> that, that similar. Uh, so just really briefly, uh, the kid is uh, going online, trying to get in touch with Santa. And this is like, you know, one of the first times you're seeing like online database kind of thing with, you know, he's searching, talking to Santa, um, you know, like those old message boards. And, you know, he thinks he's talking to Santa. He's talking to this derelict guy and, um, you know, who ends up, you know, painting his beard and all going to the house just as Santa and, uh, you know, finds get, gets him to give him his address. The kid's trying to capture like Santa. He's like all these high tech things and everything and you know this kid who's got you know like a ton of money and all right in the household so um so he's trying to film him 
you know, has like, you know, cameras up all over the place. Um, it, it gets interesting in that, like I said, the gadgets he kind of uses, um, but also in the fact that, and, I, and we, we spoil the shit out of things here, right? That's, that's Absolutely. What we do. All right. So without, okay, I'm not going to spoil everything, but um, he does, um, it gets to a point where Santa cap, catches him and it's just like, oh, okay, now, you know, you're it. You catch me. So it's not like he was trying to murder him, which is kind of huh. weird. Um, well, he does murder other people in the house. So it's like there's almost like, I don't know if it's a sexual thing in there or not. I don't, like I said, the last time I watched it was kind of half-heartedly. But I remember just, you know, looking at it, you know, recently when they came back on. And I was just like, this is actually a really good movie. It's like a really interesting movie. And it does have some of that horror adjacency um, <laughs> in that it's... Um, you know, it, it, the kid's like a kid who loves action movies, so they base it kind of around that a little bit, too. Yeah. And, you know, kind of like a little bit of an action movie. Uh, did you see this one, Lenny? I've never seen this one. You I've haven't? only heard about it. And uh, it's funny, on IMDb, there's a section, if you search for it, it actually pops up as Joe Bob, uh, you know, the drive-in, because um, he presented this movie. But it's yeah, from 1989, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's, wow. that's my number five. I think it's an interesting, um, interesting because like a lot of people didn't really, it wasn't very popular and now it's kind of, it's one of those that's coming back around and I don't know if it yeah. was in print really or what the situation was with it, but, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a big eighties guy, you know, so, uh, absolutely. I did dig that aspect of it and the tie into, you know, home alone again, not really the same thing, but there's, there's some, uh, similarities. They tried to, <laughs> the, uh, the director tried to sue. Uh, you know, after Home Alone came out, saying that it was a he like, did, yeah. yeah he, I don't know, I don't know where that went. Wow. I think that's, I think that's kind of like a sensationalized headline, that, that wow. like a clickbaity kind of thing to try mm -hmm. to get that. You know, that that's where I'm imagining it comes from because I don't think yeah. it actually went to court, but I've heard, you know, you hear it through the grapevine. That's of. interesting. Okay. If you look it up online, it'll say that you know right away. Um, cool. But uh, I think that's how they got it back into popularity, maybe. <laughs> but um, I'm going to have to watch this. I, an, interesting, I mean, an interesting movie for sure. Nice. You know, and leave it to Rob to come up with, you know, a fairly obscure movie title that, you know, most people haven't have never even heard of it, let alone seen it. And uh, and so I always appreciate that because I knew you'd come up with something that was going to be an oddball. So that's awesome. There's, there's, there's a couple of those. There's a couple. Yeah, of those. awesome. Cool. All right, Omar. All right. Gail us with so, your tales of terror. All right. Now, I don't have, uh, like, my list is not, um, you know, I, I don't really have them in any specific order. But uh, that uh, Better Watch Out, which I watched it last night, I really, really enjoyed, man. That was excellent. I was surprised. And yes, half an hour in, you're just like thrown in for a loop. And I was like, wow. I told uh, you. Very, very tight. Uh, very well written. Uh, very, you know, polished. Really good. I, I enjoyed that a lot. Yep. Um, and yes, that twist and the bad guy, a sinister little shit you know <laughs> really good acting man rob have I you mean, seen it unbelievable yet? I, I have and i gotta be honest yeah. you know i was mixing that up with the babysitter because they have similar um yeah kind of similar stories uh, that are swapped yeah, around yeah. right okay yeah um it's it swapped around it ends up being like you know in that movie it ends up being you know the, the the babysitter with her you know you don't see that coming the babysitter and her you know uh, friends and everything and in this movie yes you know it, it ends up being the kid comes out that you know that comes out of nowhere and yeah. um, I, I really did like that movie i will say it's not on my list um just because you know i saw it the one time and like i, I didn't 
I, I think really because there was hype, there was a lot of hype around it, and I maybe I had been some. It might have got leaked to me beforehand, mm, you know, okay. from spoilers like you oh, bastards or some okay, shit like that. Okay. Or like I don't know. Oh, who us? <laughs> yeah. Oh, who? What? Wait. Who? <laughs> I didn't give anything away. Maybe it was Omar. <laughs> no, no, no. no, but I'm just so I. I don't know. Like it didn't stick with me as much, and because I, I had to actually think about it, and I was like, well, if I had to think about it and remember which one it was, then I can't really go on the list. Yeah, I hear ah. you. So that was the only reason, but I do remember it being a very well done movie. Yeah, I really well. Just to give it out, um, this is no, my number five, and um, yeah, I'd never I, I, heard of it. I'd never heard of it until you get, you told me about it. I've yeah, actually I, never heard. Of it. Yeah, this is from 2016. I think it was released in 20 in the in the states in 2017. Yeah, um, I never really he- I've heard of it, but I didn't really pay much attention to it. Um, you know, my um, it's a rated R movie, too. And uh, yeah. for the most part, if it's PG-13, I kind of, you know, my snobbery kicks in and I'm like, I can't deal with a PG-13 film or whatever the hell I might, you know, my ridiculous um, parameters for what what makes a good horror movie. Um, this is actually a rated R movie. And I loved I had no hopes for this, to be honest with you. It was almost like when Omar and I, we reviewed recently, um, what is that, Love and Monsters or whatever. whatever. Right, right, Love and Monsters, yeah. We reviewed that, and I was like, oh, my God, PG-13, there's monsters, this is going to suck. And I was totally taken aback. I was like, all right, this is actually a fun movie. This was enjoyable. And that's how I felt with this. That's why when I messaged you guys, I'm like, holy shit, have you seen this? Like. 30 35 minutes in and it just makes a right turn and yeah. and it's so yeah. it was not what i expected not at expected all. at all not no. at all and, and, and it was just it was so tightly done like the writing is sharp you know all the dialogue yeah. the filming everything was just so polished i i i like that a lot yeah and you're like that's that little kid he's that fuck you know you yeah. just want to beat his yeah. ass you can't yeah. stand him right from the beginning do you remember um, Near Dark, of course, right? You remember Near Dark? With mm-hmm. the uh, vampires? You, the, yeah, remember yeah, the young yeah. kid vampire? Yes, he kind of looked kind of adult-like a little, right? Yeah, but he was a little kid and he was a vampire or whatever. And he you know, was you know, kind of um, you know, dealing with the angst of being a little kid, an old man in a little kid's body. That kid, his facial features, his face and his mannerisms yes. reminded me of this guy, uh, of this guy's friend. Hmm. So, right. A little. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they were reminiscent of that. But anyway, so, mm. yeah, there were a lot of things. But this was very they were riffing on a lot of stuff. And in fact, there was that scene with the paint can. Which yeah, was totally home alone. Right? Yeah, well, he had that one paint can and, and throws it off the off the edge, and he's like, "Are you gonna do a home? Are you gonna home alone him?" You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, and I just was laughing because it was a lot of fun and it was clever and it kind of you know flips stuff uh, uh, mm. on its ear. You know, like all right, you know, this isn't what you expect, and yeah. uh, and I like it. I, and even at the end, you think you think it's gonna it's gonna uh, happen in, in this way, and then they flip it again. At the very end, right. I don't want to. I don't want to give that away because it's. It, there right, are certain right. things in this movie are just too fun. So again, yeah, no, if, you're, it's, if it's you don't want to get, it's a good movie. It was. It was a good movie for sure. Yeah, I, I will I say definitely there's definitely something it. about um, going into a movie like with low expectations. That <laughs> just always makes it. I, I, I agree. Love going to every movie with low expectations. I would love to, to do that. that. That's you know? the way to do it for going forward. That's why I, I don't. Think... I don't want to hear anything about any movie like anymore. Me neither. Like, 
Like in terms of like, you know, like when, when it becomes, you know, just everybody pushing it out and all the hype train and everything and all that yep. kind of stuff. Like I just want to stay away from all of it until I see it. And yep. then I'll go back and I'll watch what other people think. But like I, I tried to really avoid that just because, um, you know, of exactly that kind of a thing. Like I feel, like, I feel like that, that kind of happened. Like I, I had that in my mind and like I might have enjoyed that movie a lot more. Like you, because I'm going back and I'm just like, that was a good movie, right? You know, but yeah, um, yeah, I already had that in my head, and I'm just like, no, what am I gonna fucking hate about this? So, right. like, you know? <laughs> yeah, because there are there are times, you know, like I said, you know, movie snobs, we go into this like I want, I'm going into this to dislike it, um, and sometimes you know, you, you kind of set yourself up for failure. But in this case, mm-hmm. I was like, I had no idea um, anything about this film, so I was just like, hey, you know, we're doing re- research. Um, for this episode and I'm like, Oh, you know what? I've never seen this Christmas one. I'll, I'll watch this one. And I was like, Holy fuck. You guys got to see this. This is fun. <laughs> so I like movies that surprise me. And yes. I like, it starts off with Patrick Warburton because I was a putty fan from right. Seinfeld, <laughs> you know? And so I liked seeing him at this metro metrosexual type role that he was in, in the beginning. Um, anyway, I'm not going to go on and on about it. It was a fun movie. I recommend it. Definitely, Definitely. a good one to watch. So, uh, yeah. all right. Rob, yeah, lay it so, on me. Yeah, my number four. And um, we said No Silent Night, Deadly Night for this list, but uh, nobody said No Silent Night, Deadly Night 5. So I went with <laughs> Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, believe it or not. Oh, um, that is man. my second favorite one in the they, I mean, there's five movies, and that is my second favorite one out of them. Wow, they um, made five of those? They made, yeah. they, made, they made fucking five, Omar. Wow. <laughs> they made five of them. Damn. So, uh, I, listen, five? it's no part one. It's no part one. Um, Mm. But um, I didn't. I, I don't really care for any of the other movies, to be quite honest. Um, part two, you know, everybody always talks about how that's you know such a you know like good bad movie, like we were talking about a little bit before, and how that's such a um, you know it's got a lot of those one liners and they, you know like garbage day and all that and everything. Yeah. But um, I I think that movie's boring <laughs> as fuck, to be quite honest. I, I think it's just um, it just half the movie is just footage from the first movie just rehashed and like, you know, so I, I, I can't really get, although it is, you know, the other parts are, you know, there's some fun stuff in it. Um, I, and I like three and four were just boring to me. Uh, five is, is called is the toy maker. And it's about a, um, elderly man played by Ricky, uh, by Ricky, by Mickey fucking Rooney. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Who can right. wow. the first movie? Yeah, he did. In, in yeah. Like 1991. Um, so that's interesting. It's uh, great. very no- cheesy. It's great because I had no uh, idea. You you recognize what people will do when they need money. <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah. Yeah, and he yeah. was he was shitting all over this movie apparently like a, a couple of years before of you know like Silent Night Deadly Night the first one. Um so that's interesting. Um but you know so he plays an old toy maker and he has his son's like you know a grown awkward guy um and uh, what i like about this movie is i mean this is this is a cheesy this is not a good movie by any standard it's just a fun movie and um it's i wouldn't even say it's like you know as much of a slasher movie right because like the first one um you know is a straight up slasher movie straight and then, uh, yeah the second one is kind of like that the third and fourth has some departures there too this is a little bit of a slasher movie but it's just a it's just a christmas time movie and there's a, there's all sorts of 80s like you know there's red herrings, but there's also just a lot of um, there's a lot of curveballs for this movie. <laughs> and, really, uh, and uh, there's some suspense in it. Uh, I mean, don't listen, don't expect Academy Awards, but if you like some cheesy '80s fun, and uh, you're just like, well, that came out of nowhere. Like this is this is a fun movie. Um, you know, the effects 
they're fine for what they are for the shoestring budget kind of a deal. Um, you know, the toys are kind of, are fun. There's some fun deaths and things like that. Uh, but really, you know, between Ricky, uh, Mickey, I can't, I can't say his name, Mickey Rooney, <laughs> Mickey and, Rooney. Um, and his son. Um, it, it's, it, there's some just some very entertaining scenes as they you know own this toy shop and you got get the kind of there are these killer toys that they you know they make they basically like you know kill the per- people that get them but only some of them and it's uh, it's interesting interesting to see how that kind of you know comes together so I, I definitely I have never seen interested. any of these sequels I have never even seen part two which is I you know yeah, yeah I, I hadn't either and um, until I saw part two a while back but then yeah. in the last like two or three maybe like three or four years um, I'm just like I'm gonna go watch them. And I, I didn't have any, no expectations, right? Which is good because I didn't like any of them except, except right. for five. I thought was pretty entertaining. That's so, awesome. I don't know. It's, it's, it's like I said, um, I had a hard time making this list, um, but that one was, when I was watching it, I was just like, what the hell is going to happen next? And that was, that was fun enough for me. Nice. All right. I'm going to have to check it out. That sounds good. And uh, right, Shout Factory just redid and they had released a Blu-ray of part two. Um, I think they just did part one as well, but part two um, was kind of like a fan favorite uh, with, with that one, yeah. just like you said. Um, but I, I don't know. Um, other than like mainstream uh, stuff, I tend to stay away from sequels because I've been burned too many times, even with mainstream stuff. You know, like I, oh, I got absolutely. out of like night, uh, no um, nightmare on Elm street. Like for a while there, like I stopped going to see those movies and I ended up like, I would catch them on uh, if a girlfriend wanted to watch a, you know, a horror movie or something, we'd end up renting something when there was nothing else to rent. But I stayed away from them. Like part three was like my last nightmare on Elm street film because the sequels just suck after a while. Can we refer and- to that as pulling a Lenny from now on when you take a girl to go see like, you know, oh, he's pulling a Lenny. He's going to show her part four. Like, Oh yeah. yeah right. Part four. They're going to make it through that movie. Yeah. You sick bastard. <laughs> but no, yeah, but you know, serious, if, but you know what saying. I'm saying? Like you're hanging out with a bunch of people and you're, and you're with, with someone who's like, Oh yeah, let's go. Let's rent some horror movies. And there's in, invariably some sequels in there that you just really shouldn't have watched. Yeah. But, I mean, for sure. And that's, I, I think that's, you know, a lot of time more so even with, um, you know, the, the big, the big main, you know, movies, because then it becomes like, it's, you know, you're doing the formula of the sales and everything, and you've already got a following and you can push it out and you can put more money into your crap. Right. So, you yeah, can- exactly. <laughs> and if something's low budget and now they're coming up with a sequel, invariably that budget's even lower the second time. Exactly. And it just gets progressively yeah. worse. <laughs> Diminishing returns. And, and especially like, here, here's so- a movie like um, Pumpkinhead. I love Pumpkinhead. I love love that movie so much. And Lance Henriksen is just one of my favorite actors to begin with. And him in that movie, he should have gotten an Academy Award. Lance Henriksen was awesome in that. But they made sequels to Pumpkinhead that I didn't know that fucking God awful. I saw only part two sequels. I've heard that the second one was decent, but I no, know. they lied to you. They lied. <laughs> um, so anyway, so that's what I'm I'm getting at. It's like you know, there are so many sequels to these in these franchises. After a while, I just I I don't even want to bother with them. But now that I hear your, your I opinion check, on this, I'm gonna go check it out. And I, I think would check you out should five. Too. That's the only one. Like I, I, again, and it's and that's what's even more interesting because you wouldn't think 
that I, you know, for, that someone would say, oh, my favorite's one, and then five. <laughs> you know, so that's so, why you were like, I'm part of five. Because right, right. I thought you were going to say part anything. two. Because you were like, no one said I couldn't say anything about a sequel. I'm like, oh, he's going to pick part two. And then I'm like, five. I'm like, all right, Mickey Rooney? Like, I had part, no part idea. Part two, get out of here. Make, make way uh, for Mickey Rooney. Exactly. Which is crazy. I can't believe he was in that. All right, part five. Omar, what do you got for your number four? So I'm actually going to... Uh, take part one um first time seeing it yesterday or the day before um cheesy fun ridiculous over the top low budget naughty just fun yeah exactly naughty (laughs) impales her on her antlers oh it's just hilarious oh man just i mean you know of course you know maybe back back when i was a kid if i watched it i i'd have thought oh this is terrifying but as an adult it's just hilarious man (laughs) i'm dying here i'm sitting there oh my god this is ridiculous but a good thing is uh it wasn't boring at any point so no, you know, it's actually yeah. a fun movie. Yeah, yeah. It, it's you know, it was just so ridiculous and over the top. I, I just it was so much fun, so much fun. And I just love the yeah. fact that it, people were up in arms over this. Movie. Oh, yeah, that I remember. I do remember yeah. that they actually I, I remember that the news, the local news yeah. covered it and talked about, oh, you know, this is so you know, taboo or whatever. It's so wrong. Yeah, they're How ruining that Christmas. Christmas. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah like, like, these moms with the, with picket signs out there. And, yeah. Oh, oh man. man. It was awesome. so, but and it's interesting because for anybody who actually saw the movie, the movie's not, I mean, yeah, he's a killer. He's going out and being a killer Santa, but it's really of, of the movies of that time period for slasher movies. It's more of a, it, it's one of the more psychological ones about yeah, this yeah. kid getting abused and how all this, this perfect storm comes together for this poor kid. And, you know, it's just like between the, the, you know, him seeing his parents get killed by the Santa, him hearing his crazy grandpa tell him things that are just him mumbling about Santa Claus and stuff. And then him going in the, you know, in, in the Christian orphanage and them giving him all these ideas about sex and sexuality and it all, and then having to wear the Santa suit and it all coming together. Together, and this kid's just he doesn't have a she doesn't have a chance you know? no. so, exactly exactly yeah. just snaps I, I thought hardcore. the story was that they put together something you're right like very psychological there was a you know you didn't it wasn't just some ridiculous you know reason why he, he right. decided to dress right. up as sand like this was the only costume in in the in the place you know like he had a purpose behind his murder his murderous rampage and you're right. He had no he had no choice. Like the kid didn't stand a chance. So right. um, but it was an interesting and a fun film. And like I said, I, I wish I could have seen it in the theater when it first came out. But alas, you know, my parents cock blocked me. <laughs> Horrible. Such man. a shame. Horrible. But you now you have Don't to make snap. sure that you make them watch it. Oh, yes. they're, they're going to watch it tonight. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. you already okay. planned it. Wow. I already did. Like, what movie are we watching tonight? Because the every horror movie on the on my list, I I've watched and rewatched with them in the last oh, really? week. Yeah, I was like, you guys nice. are gonna watch. You guys are gonna watch some Christmas themed horror movies. I'm like, oh Christ, what? I'm like, you gotta watch it. <laughs> And, so, so uh, do they enjoy it when you make them watch? Do they ever enjoy any of them? Sometimes like uh, something, two movies that did not make my list. So Christmas evil didn't make my list. Um, but we laughed our asses off watching Christmas evil. And okay. then, and recently another movie that, that um, was a short, uh, we watched um, um, creep show did a, a Halloween special. I mean, a Christmas special. Mm-hmm. just recently and we watched that that didn't make my list either but it um I'm, i'll give it out so it made my uh like um 
What do you call it? I just drew. I have a brain fart your, now. Your short list. Yeah, when you, it made like my honorable mention. Oh, honorable mention. Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, but um, yeah. So there are some movies that we watched and we were just laughing and had a good time with. I mean, the ending of Christmas Evil is just batshit crazy. It is. What year? What uh, year? It, it really is. Out? Christmas 80. Evil, nineteen eighty. Yeah. Ooh, I gotta watch yeah. that. Yeah, you gotta watch it. Christmas Evil. So that was the one that yeah. I posted a picture on our Instagram. Um, it has a, a dozen alternate titles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so check it out as Christmas Evil. Um, so number four on my list is a, a fairly new film, uh, 10 years old now, but Rare Exports. No? Yeah. Nothing here? So yeah. in the depths in the the depths of I, I watched know. it the other day, man, and I gotta say, like I like I thought as a movie it was interesting, but I didn't see anything horror. I can't even go horror adjacent. Yeah, no. Come on, it's a horror movie, damn it. Like like I feral elves, people getting I, killed. It, yeah, I don't know. It, play, it, it played like to me, it played to me personally, and I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, sure, it has that and it's got the Santa Claus, it's got, you know, the evil Santa Claus, but you don't really even get to see. You just see the horns and the and yeah. it's got like, you know, the, those elves and all running around. And yeah, the, the evil Christmas thing. And it's to me it played it, it the closest I could say would be dark fantasy. Like maybe a, like a dark it, fantasy. It's definitely but if action. you and if you if you look up on IMDB, it is an adventure fantasy horror. Yeah, there so, just wasn't enough horror. There wasn't enough horror you know, for you. I, I remember, I remember watching it because I, I really wasn't a fan when I when I did see it. I was okay. kind of like, and it seemed to be like the the advertising seemed to suggest that it was horror, and then I watched it and I was kind of like, this really isn't horror to me, at least. You know, it, it seemed to have certain elements that seemed to suggest horror. Yeah, but I don't know. It just didn't. Uh, yeah, and then the ending was like. Whoa, what's going on here? I actually, so the ending was yeah. one of the parts that I liked the best about. It. I, I thought the ending yeah. was interesting. I thought it was interesting. Yeah. That's how you yeah. then you get the you understand what the title is then. Um, and, and it was like I, I like how they kind of played around to it. And like I said, as a movie itself, like I thought it was an interesting movie. It was an interesting, uh, you know, it was different than, than like something I've seen before. Um, yep. I like that. But yeah, I, I personally just yeah, I'd agree with you. It's not enough horror for me to be mm. on the horror list. Well, I'm going to have to disagree with you guys. I think there's All just right. enough horror in this movie. I, I think the kid is fun. Uh, I, I think it was a little bit batshit crazy. Um, I like the idea of this feral Santa, you know, that's, um, you know, almost buried in, in, in you know, in, in this mountain cave, you know, with these elves. Um I, I dig it. I like this movie a lot. I think it's, I think it's different, just like you said. Um, and it's, um, I don't know. There's something about this film that it's I find endearing. I think it's pretty cool, and like you said, it it is a fantasy, and it's just you, you. I put myself in this kid's place of, you know, being a kid, and suddenly you find out that Santa is real, but you know he's not the Santa that you think of. Mm. Um, so I don't know. There are there are elements of this of this film that I really enjoy, and so number four. All right, lay it All on right. me. Give me your number three. All Let's right. go. No, number three, number three for me. I'm gonna have to go with uh, "Don't Open Till Christmas." And, oh uh, man! <laughs> so I'm. I, I feel like um, I've been laying it on pretty, pretty thick with the sleaze, um, <laughs> you know, for this episode, and that's not really surprising since I'm like the slasher guy, right? So um, that doesn't really. And I, when I went through it, I'm just like, 
uh, I was I was thinking about you know Christmas slasher movies in general, you know, from the '80s and all, and obviously, you know, Lenny. Lenny tried to, you know, like, you know, he slapped away my, you know, Silent Night, Deadly Night, and obviously Black Christmas for good reason, I think, for this list. Um, so Thank I was you. just like, all right, and I'm looking through some other ones. And uh, the, the reason that this one kind of made it longer is it's a different, it's a different type of slasher movie. Um, and I don't think it's really been done very much in that they're, um, it's not a killer Santa, and that it's somebody killing a bunch of Santa Clauses. Uh, there's a, a bunch, <laughs> all the people who are, you know, anybody who's a regular person dressed up as Santa gets killed you know some comical ways it's a very it's a sleazy movie it's a british slasher movie which yep. you don't see a lot of um and it plays really weird it almost plays like a little i don't want to say soap opera but like a little um i don't know i don't know how to really describe it because it's it's got a sleaze element to it nothing is you know incredibly gory there's some brutal scenes some bloody scenes it's got carolyn mm-hmm. monroe in it singing an original song so that's interesting um i don't know how the hell they afforded carolyn monroe um, for this movie, uh, <laughs> I mean that was probably they blew their wad on the budget uh, yeah. just by getting her in this movie. They, they, so you're saying they blew their wad on Carolyn Monroe? Is that what, is that what you're trying to say? You're quick. That's Lenny? exactly what I'm saying. And haven't we all really? <laughs> I knew it was gonna. I knew it was gonna go there. I knew it was gonna okay, go good. there. So I just kind of. <laughs> but um, I think she's a lovely woman, and I won't. I will not speak of her that way. Oh, but, okay. Um, <laughs> Sacrilege. Sheesh. Sheesh, tough crowd, i.e. I'll tell you. <laughs> no, no, but um, so, so look, it's, uh, it, it's again, one of the trashier kind of movies. Um, I forgot she so was in this. Yeah, did you? I, I know you saw this, Lenny, because I think you saw it when I, when I showed it. When I, when I was doing the, the horror club and I showed it over at, um, at Sean's uh, Audio Occult. I, I played it there. Was that one of the nights that I popped in and then had to leave? Because I Maybe might not was. have been there the whole time because I had Maybe. Sebastian with me twice. Well, I remember was... you brought. I remember the one time you brought him when I was showing Maniac, and um, you thought Mani- it was Maniac, Maniac huh. and Maniac, and what was the other one? Um, uh, that night I forgot what I was showing. Um, New York Ripper. New York Ripper. So you you showed up with your kid. Who? How old? How old was he at the time? Like ten? No. Well, how long ago was this? Oh, I don't know, like six, it, seven. Let's say six years. Let's say five yeah. to six years ago. Yeah. So Lenny, so let, just a little diversion here. Lenny shows up with this kid, you know, he was around that He was age. 13 years old, so around there. He was, oh, okay. All so right. he was thir- he was th- I thought he was younger. All right. Anyway, anyway, so <laughs> you show up and you get, and I'm just like, you know, about to start Maniac, and I'm just like, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, like, uh, Lenny, you, no, no, you were starting New York Ripper. I came in there, the, the Ripper, because we were going quack, 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 you know. We were okay, a, and you quack, thought quack. that the... And you thought for Maniac it was Maniac Cop, and I'm just like, yeah, okay, I guess you could show a kid that. But I'm just like, look, man, yeah. like, I, like Maniac, I'm, I'm up is, for showing kids anything. But New York Ripper is bad enough, but Maniac, I'm <laughs> like, no, yeah, I'm, I'm like, no, like, I got to get out of here. I can't, I can't be showing this at a place <laughs> where it's like, you know, like. <laughs> In all kids. fairness, I, we weren't. I wasn't able to stay. I was coming down because the place that he was showing it had it was a record store, and so yeah. and the guy you know that we were friends with, Sean. This the place was called Audio Occult, and so it had horror theme stuff in the place. He had skulls of bats and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He had a, a, mm-hmm. a whole selection of horror movie soundtracks that we would go crazy for. Yeah. Um, yep. And he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna show some movies," and uh, I was like, "Oh, good. Well, I gotta stop in because Sean has records I need to pick up anyway. So we're gonna stop in." And I had Sebastian. I'm like, "I'm not showing this kid maniac." Like, I have to pause this. He's like, "You can't. You can't stay here." <laughs> 
<laughs> it was a fun time, but that was yeah, needless time. to say, I was like, yeah, we have to get the fuck out of here. I, was like, I can't show <laughs> so, so I showed it at one of those. So maybe you didn't see it, but um, one of the things, so just to get it for anybody who hasn't seen this or doesn't know, but one of the things, like I said, one of the interesting things is definitely that it's, you know, somebody killing Santa Claus is it's more of a mystery kind of thing. Yeah. Very schlocky, very, you know, um, you know, very, very British as well, but um, you know, it's it's a British slasher without and being mystery without being a giallo. So you'd think more European and that you know side of the the world would be more giallo with that. But um, uh, it's not tried and true slasher and um, interesting interesting end to this movie too. Um, just kind of uh, ends ends very quickly abruptly, which is kind of fun for it. Uh, a fun movie, a sleazy movie. Um, I would say so. Something interesting I was going to say about it is. So this was made in 1984, and they were trying to kind of liken this movie to the movie Pieces. Um, so the guy who was in, because Pieces was, you know, you know, it wasn't really huge at the time, but it was a very sleazy, you know, slasher movie. It has since since become very well known for that. Um, but it was the the guy who directed it, and I think this is the only thing he directed. Played, um, and I forgot, I wrote his name down because I forgot his name. Um, uh, Edmund Purden. And uh, he was the he played the role of the dean in pieces, yeah, uh, pivotal role in that. And this this is him him trying to direct. And he's like, oh, I'm gonna build stuff off of pieces. <laughs> it didn't fly monetarily, oh, <laughs> you know? no. so um, it, it was uh, yes. And he played he also played a role in this movie. He played one of the detectives. But uh, so interesting kind of piece of history. That's that's partially why I, why I picked it for that. Well, um, you know, any type any time you have a movie where um. Santa's getting castrated. Yep. You know, that's I'm okay with that. I mean, I, I'm I'm good. I like I'm looking forward to seeing it. I don't think I've really seen this movie. I think I've seen a, half of this movie. I I it's it's probably I probably saw it on VHS in in like 86. Uh, I'm I'm thinking back like I don't remember cuz I've seen so many movies. Um but yeah, this isn't one I have I, I've revisited, so it's definitely it's a, one it's I'm a going to. It's a popcorn movie to watch with some people. It's one of those nice. Kind of deals. Yeah. All right, cool. I have to check this one out too. And like I said, Rob brings the ob- the obscure mm. whenever he's whenever he's talking movies. I'm always guaranteed that if he's showing a double feature, one of those movies I've never seen. <laughs> and that uh, and it's yeah, been like that. Accurate. It's it's been like that almost yeah. almost every time that I've been there, and one of the movies on my list is is a Rob movie, and I was oh. I, I didn't know about it until Rob and I went we went to um what was the burger joint in Newburgh that we went to the warehouse yes, the the warehouse yes the warehouse yes, yes. the great burger joint in uh, Newburgh in uh, we're, we're gonna Valley, cross over on that movie so. yeah I I'm sure yeah. we are so <laughs> a brilliant movie which uh we'll 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 bring up uh, in in uh in a minute or two but thank you Rob for your selection and Omar number three Krampus, Krampus. Ooh. yeah um, nice not particularly terrifying just you know high production uh just lots of fun weird ending kind of didn't really get the ending but uh it was just uh, again really fun horror movie the um the design of the creature, you know, the, of the Krampus was, was, uh, I, I really liked, you know, yeah. it, was, it, it was actually, yeah, a really, really uh, terrifying design, but, uh, but yeah, definitely enjoyed that one. Saw it a couple of times. I had a great time with that flick. I agree. And Tony Collette, David, what's his name? Ketchner. I think his name is, uh, Tony Collette's in this. I love her. 
Oh yeah, and, yeah. And she she was she's awesome in everything she does. Yeah, so, she's uh, always fantastic. Yeah, so she's been in two of my favorite horror movies in the last five years, um, Hereditary, yeah, Hereditary, and now this. So uh, yeah, this is also my number three. So uh, Krampus ah. is on my list too. Um, and like I said, I was like surprised at how many new Christmas themed horror movies there were because back in the day, there certainly wasn't many to choose from. Uh, there were right. a few, but um, I, I definitely think uh, there's been more, like you said, in the last 15 years than than any beforehand. Um, this was a great, like you said, high production values. The directing was great. I like the look and feel of this film. It's almost like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, you know, meets a, a mm. horror movie. Right. It's, it was it was a really good mashup, and uh, I enjoyed the hell out of it. I thought it was slick. I liked the creature. Yeah, I'm a sucker for a really good um, creature um, build. And, you know and what it I mean? was, yeah, and it was it was uh, you know prosthetics and puppets and stuff like that. I mean, exactly. they did have CGI, sure. but uh, they used it when it when they you know when they had to. Like uh, so, they did use some good uh, you know puppetry and prosthetics, which really is always you know always good preferable yeah yeah exactly. i mean if you want to enhance what you're doing and and you cgi that's fine but i would prefer right. you know especially if you have like this hero you know and and yeah the you know the bad guy is the hero in the horror movie let's face it right. so the hero <laughs> in this movie krampus is really creepy and they did a solid creature build on him and, and i yeah, really and I, enjoyed I the hell out of it yeah, yeah this was i, I agree um i i think that um you know that was my favorite part about the movie um, you know, I, I, I like the movie I saw for the first time um, last week or the week before. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah. So we watched it and I watched it with Jessica and uh, we both liked it. Same kind of thing that I felt about. I, I didn't feel like it was direct. And, and I mean, it's, it's a horror movie. I can't deny that it's a horror movie, but it, right. it felt more of like a family kind of movie than I like, you know, because I'm yeah. a dirty bastard. But, you know, I, I just, <laughs> but I, I did it. Like I enjoyed it because it was, um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I liked that they had all the, and, they, and it wasn't even just Krampus. They had a couple other really good creature builds too, that Jack in the Box thing and all. Oh really yeah, cool. that was excellent. Um, yeah, they couple, yeah, they had a couple really good ones in there. Yep, and um, you know I, I, that was definitely my favorite part about it. Um, I thought, yeah, I mean, definitely really well, well filmed. I think it's a good one that you can watch with, you know, if, if you've got kids, right? Like that's that, that's perfect for that because it's, you know, it's got something for everybody. Like if you're a horror fan, you you would have, you know, you'd be able to watch it and just be like, oh, especially if you're around, you know, in our age group or something. It's like, oh, you get to see those prosthetic kind of parts of it and that. But also, um, you know, it's pretty suitable for the kids there's nothing that's too outlandish in it and right. i think everybody yeah it wasn't like hyper violent or anything yeah. like that yeah, so. yeah it's a pg-13 yeah. movie but it was done in such a way that it's fun for everyone right yeah and you could tell it had that family-centered you know um you know the attitude but then you know i didn't quite understand the ending either i think i get it like yeah. they they all i think they all died right and then they all like they're in his ball like his krampus is one of krampus's balls i don't know whoa Settle down, my friend. Exactly. Whoa. That, Whoa, that, sorry. Uh, this is a family talk about show. Santa's balls? This is a family show. Can't be talking about Santa's balls. Oh. Let's, 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 no jingle bells? Yeah. No? No? Jingle bells are fine. You jingle know what balls. that song is about. No, no jingle balls. <laughs> yeah. You know what that song is about, Lenny. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to oh, hear it. You, I'm, I'm you all invite about me on the show. I'm all about the jingle bells. <laughs> We're gonna to have to talk about this beforehand. If I'm not allowed to talk, I'm about sorry. Balls. We should have I mean, set I the parameters. Be, I need to be pre-warned. But, <laughs> but okay. no, yeah, I really, um, okay. yeah, I, I we'll like. It didn't make my list later on. <laughs> it, it didn't make my list, but um, uh, yeah, no, I, I can see the the appeal because it's a, it's a uh, covers a wide range. I would yeah, absolutely, say. it was yeah. good. Yeah. 
Solid pick. So, so Rob, tell us what's number two. Oh, number two, Lay. So number two and number one, um, I can kind of switch just in on this list just because. Um, all right. So I'm going to say that the one that I was going to use for number one, I was only going to use for number one because uh, it's the more Christmassy movie. Um, yeah, it's got more Christmassy themes and things like that. But when I when I think about it, I like number one better than number two. So okay. Uh, so anyway, Mike, if that wasn't confusing enough, number two um, is Christmas Evil. Oh yeah, um, I'm a big fan. Uh, I, I think what a that, crazy goddamn movie! It is, and um, what I like about the, its movie, and I saw it when I was, um, I, I saw it a little bit later. I saw it maybe when I was like in. Oh, like maybe 18, 19, okay. 20, I don't know, something, something around then. Um, yeah, something like that. And uh, I was looking for more of like the slasher movie, kind of like, you know, violence and everything. And, this, and it's more of a subdued movie. It's, you know, it's got the kills, it's not really that graphic and all. Um, but really, this, this movie is really more of a character study, I feel like. And it is, um, you know, it's, it's cheesy at times. And especially that ending is wonky as hell. Holy um, shit! I, I but, couldn't. I almost wanted to rewind it and watch it again, but then I realized I me, couldn't do that. When I was watching that, yeah, I think it must have been like, like I don't know, like probably nineteen or twenty. Okay. And, uh, but I, I remember I was watching it. Like I just I, I like downloaded it because I had no other way to watch it, and I was poor. And like I just you know I watched and I, I just watched <laughs> it like and I was sitting there and I was high by myself. Oh, and just nice. It. And it was you high know, and was, poor. Yeah, he's poor. He's high and alone. High and poor. And you know, it was an interesting time. Bootleg. It was an interesting time period. Holy right? fuck! I Were you homeless? To be both poor and Were high you homeless? At the same time, you know, he, wa- now, he now was watching it through a glass pane of someone else's house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Through the window. <laughs> through the window. He's like, I, I you know. heavy on the window. <laughs> So Whoops! No, 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 dying out. No, no, no. Right, right, oh, that, well, that's good. I mean, you know. Anyway, <laughs> it is a character study. I will give you that. It is a character study. Yeah. Um, and it starts off. He, they paint this picture similar to um, Silent Night, Deadly Night, where as a child you're traumatized, and that trauma stays with you. Yeah. And then something when you're an adult happens to trigger these memories and then suddenly you know you're off the rails you have no control uh, about what's it you know with what's about to happen and that's yeah, kind and of I, this movie I, think that I, I like this movie more watching it when i was older and not as high um because oh, so good. so well, let me just why, why i why i mentioned that to begin with is then you know like the, the movie's pretty straightforward <laughs> in its delivery yeah. And then there's that last scene at the end, which I guess we should talk about. Um, I, where... I think we should, wait, can we back up for a minute? Yeah. So I'm watching this movie, and as this drama unfolds, they uh, he meets as Santa on Christmas night, after you know the madness of of Christmas Eve and delivering presents and all that other craziness. This guy is is batshit crazy, obviously, and but he's had a rough night. He's slept in the van. His Santa suit, he looks like a derelict. Um, the suit is filthy. And he encounters these children who are with their parents and they're walking through this alleyway. And he's talking to the kids and the kids kind of help Santa. No, Santa's right. good. He doesn't want to do anything bad. And one of the dads pulls out a switchblade and is going to stab Santa because they heard about the news reports and all this other stuff. And so he grabs the knife and, and beats the guy up and, and you know runs away from the kids. He's not going to hurt children in this movie. Right. That's not the right. premise, and that's not who this character is. No. So 
he runs he's altruistic in his in his own mind about everything. exactly exactly he's he playing code that he lives by he's yeah. playing santa he's delivering presents for yeah. good kids he gives dirt in a sack for bad for the naughty kids you know what i mean like he's he's delivering the goods for you know as santa right but as he's going through this, this guy attacks him and he pulls the knife and he's like trying to struggle with this guy. And then he takes he takes off. He's out of there. And the parents suddenly have torches and it's they're chasing. Mob. Yeah. And yeah. it's a lynch mob and they're chasing him through the streets. And it's almost like he's Frankenstein's monster. Yep. And they're the fucking village the people like the villagers and they're chasing after him yes. with torches. There's a very strong correlation between that. In the, it was in, a Frankenstein the, monster moment. And that's really what I, I was like, are they kidding me with this scene? Well, well I mean, where do these, where do these people get the, the torches, torches and you see them building it and lighting it. I'm like, Holy well, I, I think, Christ. I think they were I think they were kind of trying to kiss throughout the movie they also there's there's some aspects of commercialism and some things about that too and yeah, about like uh, making these to cheap toys yes. kids and everything and I think they tie it together with yeah like where do they get these fucking torches from sure but I think it was more of the symbolism of it was I think meant to be that you know so just like Frankenstein's monster, monster, they they created this monster, Santa Claus, right? It's a fictitious thing that's in people, you know, the parents created. Yeah. And now, you know, things have gone wrong. They they created this tale. This guy totally believed in Santa Claus. Was totally about Santa Claus. Always wanted to be. Wanted to do all the good things. Just like you know, Frankenstein's monster, just trying to be a per just trying to exist. And now the creators go against it. And I thought that was kind of how that tied together to do that. It, and I thought they, I thought they were directly trying to mirror that that yes. Frankenstein. Tail. Then, and, and, I thought that was kind of clever. And the Frankenstein's monster, you know, kills a young girl by accident. But this guy murders three people on the steps yeah. of a church on Christmas Eve. Yep. You know, I mean, he's not as similar well, to the monster as you would hope. Well, well I think that what um, better way to to die? But he, you know, but he to, does a, kill. A he does kill the guys who are these corporate slugs. Yes. That that mm. they're doing their best to get over on the spirit of Christmas. Yes. So killed, in a way, everybody. Go ahead. Go go ahead. Go ahead. Len. Finish. No, up. no, go, no. Go ahead, dude. What I was going to say is he he ends up. He, so even when he's younger, the way that I view this movie, and this is why I like it as a character study, um, mm -hmm. the things I didn't pick up on as when I was younger, um, is that. You know, so he's he's younger. He's just you know this kid that's kind of you know imagining pretty like nerdy, dorky, whatever. Um, sees that Santa isn't real. You know, it ends up seeing it like the you know the dad you know kissing the mom, and then like you know the brother's like, well, it's not you know, kind of like that's not Santa Claus kind of thing. And he realizes that, and he he doesn't want to not believe because this is what he you know believes in. This is you know something that's very important to him. He goes upstairs, he cuts his hand. He's going to refuse to. Be. So you fast forward, you see him growing up, and right. he's just like attached to this Christmas, I, this idea of Christmas, and he's he wants to be Santa, and he's like everything is all decorated to the nines in this house with you know. So he's really he's unable to give this up because it seems like he doesn't really have much going on in his life he's middle management at this you know th this toy factory where you know it's all right. commercial and all this bullshit and he's but he wants to do it he wants he wants to do it for like i said the altruistic kind of reasons and like you know the the whole story of the tale of santa and then you know he's keeping tab on the kids and you're just like first you're like is this a freaky like sexual thing it's not it's, it's really not. he's just like he has pure intentions nice yeah he's right. got pure intentions he has pure intentions and in his, in his mind it's kind of like a you know a broken mind kind of thing where he just he can't he can't separate from the fairy tale and he can't separate from you know just this, these, these good things and how this couldn't be you know true and then when he sees the evidence of it not being true in all the rest of his life he refuses to and they're, they're all evil 
Yeah. So it's like, it's all in his mind. It's all good. Now, like I said, the, the character study, I could go on about it, but the character study um, really is the part that I like about that. And I think that's going to play off. So at the end part, which, um, you know, wow. <laughs> so he goes off. So, so tell us, a, so paint the picture of what happens. They chase yeah. him. They so chase the villagers. Him, right? Yeah. So go ahead and tell Lynch us what Mob's happened. Lynch chasing him. He's in his van. You're imagining he's pretty Describe the van for me, will you? Oh, it's the same kind of van that you have, that one in your driveway. Yeah, it has, <laughs> except that has the treats in the it's a, it doesn't have the treats in the muffler that fall out when you drive. Exactly. But right. not only yeah. that, he paints a sleigh. He yes. paints Santa's yeah. sleigh and and presents yes. and everything on yes. the yes. side yes. panels of his van. So yes. it's a 70s serial killer van mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's paint fully painted a white sleigh of uh, the white van with with this massive red sleigh. So he's got Santa's sleigh on both sides of the van. Right. So which, he's got that going on. Yeah. And then. And you see this that imagery, and then he's got you know like all the, the town folk like chasing him and everything, and he goes off the side of the road, and then you think he's going to go into the river. Nope. Van no. flies. The wheels were spinning. The van's flying in the air, and to all a good night, and just flies away. <laughs> yeah, like he, he starts. Santa Claus. Uh, yeah, and he starts reciting the uh, you know night before Christmas, <laughs> the end right, uh, right of that of that story. He's reciting it, and the and the van just wheels spinning. He goes flying off this icy bridge. Because if it's towed by reindeer and yeah, 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 and he just zooms off into the, you see, it makes a turn and goes into the moon and just, you know, as you, Merry Christmas to all. So like high 19 (laughs) me is just like, did I just not understand everything else in this movie? Did I miss miss everything? Something? Is he really Santa? (laughs) It was, it was a wild movie and that ending kind of spoiled it for me. That's, yeah, I, I, that's, a lot of people feel that way. A lot of that's the that one way. thing that really made me not put Christmas Evil on my list because yeah. I wish they would have just they, they should have let him die or let him live. And here's my take on this. I, I don't like sequels as a general rule. I'm usually disappointed with sequels or remakes. Um, and, and here's where I'm a hypocrite. John Carpenter's The Thing is a remake. It's my favorite horror movie of all time. The, the Blob that was 1987 or whatever mm-hmm. it released. I love that movie. And that's Fantastic. a great fucking remake. It's yep. so underrated. So um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers in 77. One of my favorite movies. Yeah. It, it is just an atmospheric, creepy, and well-done horror movie. It's also a, seek, uh, a remake. A remake, yeah. So I hate remakes as a general rule. And so where I'm going to violate my hatred for that will be, I, this movie demands a remake. I think Christmas Evil, they should remake movies that were almost brilliant. Mm. They should remake a movie that begs for a larger budget and a better... I don't know, something that would have make you feel like, oh, man, they just just it. missed the mark on this movie. I, I'd watch it. I kind of like the ending. Um, like I said, I didn't really get it. For, the way I envision it is just, you know, Joe Bob was going on about this because they showed this, you know, Joe Bob recently. And yeah. they were saying, you know, it's kind of envisioned to be like his suicide. Right. And then like he's yeah. doing, you know, on his head and he's imagining this. Um, I disagree. I don't think it's a su- I don't think it's a suicide at all. I think that there's no reason. I don't think he was. I mean, you can see before, like he does give kind of a speech to the brother that could yeah. you know, kind of they, they could, you know, say that that's the way that it goes. Um, but I, I think that, you know, if you watch the scene before, like really they're chasing him. He goes off. I don't think it was really intentional. Um, I think 
that, and then I think that it is his delusional. He does think that he, um, but I, I, I don't he, agree with the suicide. He believes, I don't think it was suicide because they chased him off the bridge. It was not intentional yeah. that he'd fly off the yeah, bridge. Yeah, I don't know why everybody was It's not suicide. suicide. I agree yeah. with you. I think he dies. And I think yeah. he flies off the bridge. And for him, he's imagining that, he, right. that this van is flying off into the moonlight. And he's actually Santa because he believed himself to be right. Santa Claus. His I whole think, life. His whole life. His I think whole he, life. So this was I his think, natural end. This is right. How I think he right. dies. And I think the van flew off the bridge. But in his head, he imagines himself right. flying away. Yep. Yeah, that's what um, I mean. But I don't know. That's why I kind of dug the ending to it. Like I said, didn't get it as much when I was younger and higher. Yeah. Um, but didn't. Um, yeah. Like, I, I really Reminds well, me. You know, I, oh, go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. Finish. No, I was just thinking uh, there was this one movie. It wasn't a horror movie, but but it also had a somewhat similar ending. It was uh, called. Um, Radio Flyer. Oh, I love that movie. That was a great That's movie. A but remember, movie. at the very end, yeah, does he fly or doesn't he? You know, yeah. and it's suggested that he didn't, but at the same time, you see him fly. Yeah, yeah. So there is a bit of that. Uh, you okay. know, I like I like open ended yeah. movies, and I like yeah. leaving. And I don't. Yeah. I, I honestly don't think this one's that open ended. I mean, I think that's there's only really a couple interpretations, but I I like that kind of thing. So that 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 works well for me, where a movie mm -hmm. doesn't always hold your hand the entire way. Um, yeah. So yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'll, I'll show up about it. No, good discussion because who would think that we would talk so so long about this movie? But it really, it, it is. I mean, it, it's it's not a it's not a brilliant film. It is a fun movie and it's a little bit off the rails. So if anybody who's never seen this movie and is interested in seeing a Christmas movie that is way off the the beaten path and um, and is not what you expect, you should check this movie out because it's definitely one to watch. So Omar, talk to us. What's, All right. what's, your, what's next on your list? So here's the deal. Um, I'm going to add this because of because it kind of set a precedent, I think. And I know you guys are huge fans of Black Christmas. Oh, don't, shit. Don't fucking break my heart. Don't <laughs> fucking break my heart, Omar. Mm. What the fuck? Yeah. Don't add anything on our account. Oh, All, right. My. All right. Talk to us. All right. So, yes, it did. I think it said a. It was kind of um, really the whole idea of, of Christmas horror. I would say what pretty much this was the first. I would say maybe. I would think so. I, I would say. I would say yes. For a killer was Santa, a, like a killer. I mean, he's not a killer Santa kind of thing. Are you talking about just like a Christmas movie in general? Just a Christmas, yeah, just like a. a, a I think there was one before that, but I would say this movie really. Really set Put the precedent map, for this. Sort of. Yeah, and I'm right. sorry, I said yeah. Christmas Santa because there was a Christmas Santa in like you know Tales from the Crypt and that kind of thing before it was like the thing, right. But yeah, but... Oh, okay. Um, well, Tales from the Crypt, the show, the show and the movie. There was, there was the movie oh, show. okay, okay. Yeah. The reason, see, the thing is that uh, it was yes, very original. That it was kind of menacing, but there were times where I was really bored. Mm. There were times where between the first killing. And the second, there was a huge gap where there was just seemed like there was nothing going on. And I was kind of like, all right, get on with it. Get on with it. You know, this is our fault, Lenny. We Rob. hyped him too much. It's your fault. 
This is entirely <laughs> our fault. Hold put the blame on you, John. Hold me. Yeah. Hold me. I'll hold, I'll hold you. You motherfucker. I don't know what right, to so, tell you. All right. Listen, all everyone's right. entitled to their opinion, even if it's yes. wrong. That's, 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 <laughs> I, no, I would, I, I would actually kind of rather yeah. do this because I hear everybody always talking high accolades, which are my thoughts on it. But I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I want to hear your As, as hear a first time viewer, you know, it's just there were t- points. There were certain like there. For example, slow burn, uh, like if we say uh, the, shi- uh, the Shining, right? It was a slow burn, but there was always this unease. There was this tension where you're just like, okay, you're just waiting for things to crack, you know? With this one, all right, you know that the killer was there. You saw him kill somebody, <clears throat> but it just, it, it, things weren't happening. It was too static for me, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's why I was I was like, there were points where I was just like, all right, come on, do something. Something's got to so happen. Let, let me pause you for a moment. OK, are you, are you saying that Black Christmas is on your list and it's number two? It is on my list as you know, because it did. I, I think it was it was almost like an important movie for the slasher genre. You so know, you felt compelled so you're, to you're add put, it. You're putting it I on felt by compelled default. to add it. But at the same time, it wasn't quite as great as I had anticipated. Okay. So yeah. you're, you're putting it on here so that Lenny doesn't pee in your soft drink next time. Exactly. I got you. Exactly. I, you. I don't, I don't want him to, you know, go Billy. Why, while I have excellent aim, he lives in Florida and I'm in New York. It would be super uh, tough. Oh yeah, that would that. be really, yeah. But next time you come to New York, you're in exactly. trouble. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I might not go back to Florida, man. Yeah. You know? You yeah. might like the taste. Like in the movie Hollywood Nights. <laughs> My dick is you in might the punch. Like the taste, folks. My dick is in the punch. <laughs> so anyway, so. you might like the taste. And not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> so Omar, but here's the deal. It's tangy. Omar, it's tangy. It's tangy. It's number it's it ain't, number it ain't two, that baby. Great. Oh, come on. That's not what you always say. I I disagree. Uh, I disagree about Black Christmas, but I also okay. Good. good. I don't care about that then. Okay. So, yes, Black (laughs) Christmas. It's not on our list. We're not allowed to talk about it unless you talk about it. Number two, it is the the like the primogenitor of these types of films like it. It set the it was like four years before or almost five years before Halloween became the slasher you know the prototype but the prototype was almost five years prior i talk about these movies all uh, this film all the time anytime someone says oh what are you doing for the holidays i'm watching black christmas i my brother has a yule party every year Uh, unfortunately not this year but every year i bring horror theme movies because i just like having horror movies playing in the background regardless of what i'm doing um and that's one i play every year in fact i told my uh sebastian i was like my son i'm like I was like, guess what we're doing tomorrow? I'm not watching Black Christmas again. <laughs> and immediately Stop he knew it. Listen to those disgusting <laughs> like, calls. I'm not. That movie sucks. I hate it. Oh, and I was oh, like, you. I'm like, you're, you're no son of mine. <laughs> you're no you're son of dad, mine. This is weird. <laughs> and you're busting my chops. <laughs> so I'm busting your chops because you should know better. You have a podcast. My son doesn't. 
<laughs> so no, but anyway, um, so I'm like, Is no, he... you're gonna watch it because I force him to watch movies with me, and I, I, that's kind of like he's watched, you know, from the Warriors <laughs> all the way through whatever movie I might have watched, not, you know, recently. Um, and so now he's 18, and he's like, I'm not watching that with. He's you. like, I'm he's done like, with this shit. He's like, I'm done. He's <laughs> like, you know, before you forced me to watch these movies, I don't need to watch them now. Right. So, and I have right. nothing to hold over him. He's got his own job. He's yeah. got his own money. You know what I mean? Like, I can't threaten him with like, I'm not going to buy that video game for you. He's like, I'll buy it my damn self. You, you could so. be the, you could be the dad that like in a few years, like mails him like random weird stuff, though. Like you could you could mail him like if he's not like, still living with me, I will do that. OK, so I, I would do it. But when he's not, though, if he's not in the future, I would say just keep doing that. And then you can be the weird person like, you know, like his wife gets it in the mail and she's. Yeah, like, oh, it's like something came from my dad. And he's like, throw it away. <laughs> don't even open it it's black fucking christmas again isn't it <laughs> so oh, omar man. i'm gonna actually i'm gonna step up to bat for you for this actually because um and only in this way i mean i i for me personally it's not only one of my you know favorite christmas it would be my favorite christmas movie if it was on this list but also one of my favorite slasher movies of all time but i think it made our slasher list yeah it did but but the reason for that also i think too i think there's something in retrospect about this movie too because yeah um if you're going into this, and I know you're not like a huge slasher guy or anything, so this kind of, if after the slasher movie, because this movie wasn't, you know, it wasn't called a slasher movie. Like mm. Lenny was saying, this is before like the main boom, like almost almost five years before Halloween and then the, the movies that followed and, you know, Friday the 13th and made it more popular and everything. Um, and it had all those proto kind of things, but at the time when it came out, it wasn't known as that and it also wasn't, um, you know, it, it didn't even do very well. Um, then afterwards, you know, people kind of found out about it after, you know, with uh, and it didn't even do that great on VHS. And then, it, you know, when DVD came around, that's when it really kind of popped up again. And people are like, wow, this is so great, knowing now that this is where a lot of these things came from. Um, but so part of it's kind of in retrospect and like, oh, this is the slasher movie. And this is this came way before and it also does that. And um, in terms of like the, the the pacing and stuff like that, I kind of like it. But I also do think that um, I, I can see where you're coming from with that. Um, to me, the, the movie's really more about the atmosphere, about the killer himself, and just the, the kind of the mystery around that, and um, also just the part of just the kind of the brutality of just without there being any gore. So I, I wasn't supposed to talk about this, so I, I did, but I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna stop now. The killer is such That's... a degenerate. I love the phone calls and the fact that the the conceit of the killer being in the house. They played yeah. on that after the fact. What was the name yeah. of that movie? That was a big thing. It was like, he's inside uh, the house. Get out of the yeah, house. Yeah, the other Carol, one. Um, Carol Kane was in that. Yes, so. yeah, yes. Yeah. I never remember the title of that uh, movie. I, I don't Because it's got like, uh, he knows you're alone or. Yeah, something that's, like that. That's, or, yeah, that's the tagline for the other one. I mix it up too. Um, so, but it, the thing about this phone. is. Don't, don't answer the phone, maybe? I think so. So that movie, I saw both of these movies when I was a kid. Um. And I and I confused the hell out of both of them because of the of the premise of the killer being in the house. Right. It was right. very similar. And, you know, like I said, I was I was young. And so I'm like, oh, wait a minute. This is a this is the other movie. Um, but I liked I liked the atmosphere and I liked seeing. Oh, my God. I liked seeing Margot Kidder drunk off her ass in this movie <laughs> just being a lush and a degenerate and just ripping into people and calling them out on bullshit. Just just yeah. being crazy. <laughs> Um, I liked seeing her in this movie and, uh, you know, she was so, cl so clean as Lois Lane and seeing her like this was just interesting. You know, I really liked yeah, her in this yeah, movie. Sure. 
Um, but yeah, so I'm glad you saw it for the first time. I'm glad. I, I don't know if you recorded your uh, reactions or anything like that. It was too difficult for me to do yeah. it. But, okay. but but the thing is, again, is that like that for me, there were no real shocking moments where I was like, oh, damn, you know, right. like, you know, there are certain movies it's, like, yeah, again, that uh, the movie we uh, just watched, uh, which I just uh, mentioned before, uh, where, you know, half an hour in, you're like, holy crap, you know? Yeah, I wasn't so, expecting so it that. Didn't, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely not a twist movie. For me, it's more right. of this, like the psychological horror of this guy being so fucked up and just the creepiness and the darkness of that. That's, yeah. that's where a lot of it lands. And me. then the ending where he's yeah. still in the house. The, move, you know, the camera's yeah. panning away. She's in the house alone. The cop's in the car. Is this cop dead? You know what I mean? Uh, who's, you, know, the, he, you know the killer is going to... Uh, who, who is this killer? Who is, yeah, right. who is the killer? And we don't know who that killer is. You know he's going to probably sneak down and kill the girl, uh, Olivia you, Hussey. You, the, you, they're hit, it's hinted that it's the boyfriend, the, um, you know, the uh, Olivia Hussey's boyfriend. And so... Well, they, but that's the why they kill him. They exactly. Well, yeah, it, and then it, it's it not. Kept, right, exactly. Yeah. So at, fr- at first, you're like, you know, <clears throat> you're trying to guess who it is or whatever. And then right. you, you think it's him. She yeah. kills him. And then, you know, you realize the killer's still upstairs. Right. Yeah. And she's asleep. Right. Which to me leaves that impact of like that makes it creepier than a lot of the predecessors. I mean, mean, you can't do that every movie. Right. So I understand why all the other movies didn't do that. But like that's. You know, that's that's that was the first one. That's why I like that movie so much. I get where you come from. It's not it's not um, like some movies where I see, you know, three, three or four cars of, of kids five kids in a car and they're all going to the same place and you're like oh this killer i can't wait to see how many kills you know there's going to be tons of set pieces mm-hmm. the the more people you know you know in the beginning of this movie the the better it's going to be because you know there's going to be a high body count right because that's why you go to see these types of movies um there's there, it's not a high body count per se there's not no. a lot of violence and gore in this movie but it doesn't need it. I, I just love the yeah, look and feel. Yeah. It's cold. It's bleak. John Saxon is in this movie. You know, you, you can't say you can't say no to this. It's just like I said, I can't say this again and again and again and again. Um, right, but right. I will. I, I watch this movie every year at Christmas time. I put this on some Christmas Eve, maybe a couple days before or after Christmas, whatever it is. If I get a chance, I have to fit it in because I feel like it's part of it's part of that bleakness that surrounds, you know, the depressing, uh, you know, depressing um, <coughs> moments of Christmas, too, because there's a lot of bleakness to the holidays. A lot of people commit suicide. It's a lot yeah. of people feel alone. And 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 it's a, it's a very dark, dismal movie. It's it's not it's not a, mm-hmm. a friendly, fun movie. Um, but there's a and, part of me that really enjoys that. And I feel like the only thing we didn't say about it that's um, worth worth mentioning that I think um, you know everybody always talks about. But yeah, done by Bob Clark, who ten mm, years yeah. later did a Christmas Porky's huh? and a Christmas Story. Yeah, a Christmas Story directly parallels. You know, like ten years <laughs> later. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, uh, you'll shoot your eye out, kid. <laughs> so yeah. I have a number two here. Oh, I, I mean, I, I don't mean that. Uh, number two on my list is and i have rob to thank for this because i did not see this movie until rob and i um went to the warehouse oh you do go on oh 
<laughs> this movie is a French movie from 2007. It's called Inside. <clears throat> this movie is um, it's innocuous in terms of its connection to Christmas. Um, this woman gets into a horrible car accident, which kills her husband. She's pregnant at the time. Four months later, she's in you know her ninth month. The baby is, is alive. And for some strange reason, she is being stalked on Christmas Eve. And the killer is a woman. And the woman breaks into her home. And the entire movie is about this woman trying to survive the night and and you know survive from this woman who's trying to take the child out of this woman's body so the movie is um is intense it's brutal and it's relentless yeah. it is relentless it, it, it just it never stops and we saw this in public with a bunch of other people we were at a <laughs> restaurant and, and they have a back room in the restaurant for like parties and whatnot. He set it yeah, up there. I got my peepee slapped on that one. Oh my, let me just. I, for showing that. And I don't know why um, people would get so upset. It's a, I have a couple ideas. <laughs> I have a couple uh, yeah, ideas just that as description, well. you know. But <laughs> you have to think about this. If you're going to see horror movies you have to have some type of expectation of what you're going to see i'm going to see a horror movie you yeah, you have so no I you have want, no i just want to reason. tell you so what what happened with that you know with that show when i put that on is um so everybody that went to came to come see it loved it you know everybody loved it you know the loved. guy who, who had the play you know even he he liked it um you know people who hadn't seen many um you know, who who are into horror and hadn't seen this or people who, um, you know, were more into 80s things and hadn't seen uh, too many of the more recent at the time. This is 2007. Uh, this movie came out. Uh, everybody loved it. But there were outside of like a like a curtain. There were like a family like. Oh, my God. So then, so then, so, wow. So that was a problem. I don't want to name names because of, of any. Um, but. Someone else that was connected to this somehow, um, not the person who put it on, but someone else that was connected to uh, in some way um, is like, he can't be doing this here when, when there's people eating and stuff. So, um, yeah, I got in a little bit of trouble for that one, but not, not nothing, nothing too bad. It was worth showing the movie and having it's worth. Seen. Yeah, wow, I'm yeah. so happy you showed it, too, because I, I didn't not only had I not seen it, I'd never even heard of it. And uh you know, I have I yet guess to watch it. I, I the, still have to watch that one. Within the, uh, Omar, within I the, think the pacing would be more in line <laughs> with something that you'd enjoy for this movie. It's, uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's definitely going to keep you going. I have no, going. I have no problem with slow pacing, but as long as the tension stays, like again, oh, uh, this movie's got tension. Yeah. It stays. yeah. Oh my god, yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, and in all fairness, there is there was a curtain passed by that room, so it, it, and it wasn't like so blastingly loud, and it's not like there were. You know, people dining right on the other side of that curtain. Anyway, people are prudish about this thing. Yeah, if you're coming to see it, a horror movie, you have to have some expectations of what you're seeing. But I, I get it. If you have a, it's it's not necessarily a family friendly place. It's a bar slash restaurant. But I think it was uh, a spacing hmm. thing. I think it's like they were trying to, you know, maybe they parted the curtain to come in. Oh, they eating, what's going and on? And they're like, we didn't sign up for this. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and they see I get people it. getting I, um, slashed. I'm glad I got to show it. That's all I can say. It's a great movie. 
Um, I can't say enough about it. It's not for everyone. It's a very, yeah. very intense movie. You have to prepare yourself if you're going to go yeah. see this movie. It's it's not something that you're going to just watch a slasher movie and have fun with it. You know, it's not like you're going to go see Halloween Part Six. You know, right. it, apparently this... there's something about these French people in horror, man. Oh yeah, I mean, French yeah. extreme oh, horror in the yeah. mid 2000s, especially Ooh. there was a big boom of that. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, what's I mean, I never saw it. Uh, kind of was like, I'm not really in, in the mindset to watch it. It's uh, Martyrs. I know that that's extremely brutal. That's another great movie. Another way. Uh, yeah. The same time period. I love that movie. Um, me but too. Just to, give, to give a correlation um, you go between that and this, um, I showed uh, my, my girlfriend, I showed her Martyrs and she cried <laughs> and didn't, oh, trust, and didn't wow. trust me to show her another um french movie so when i talked about this movie mm -hmm. afterwards wow. she refused to watch it so i'm just like yeah. all right that's fair i'm not gonna push you if you don't you right, know yeah um I, yeah the, the french extreme movies of like especially the the mid 2000s there they, they were oh, really good yeah. i think to, to show that they can do horror and they <clears throat> they sure can. and they could yeah because it, sure there's can. there's a certain um je ne sais quoi Oh yeah, la la. about French horror movies. Um, yes, no, they they. Oh man, oh man. So anyway, yeah. I could beat a dead horse all night long with this movie because every everything about it, the characters, um, the the intensity of the violence in this movie, the fact that, and conversely to what I just mentioned before, where you see a um, a large body count, there's not necessarily a large body count in this movie. Um, uh, like I think but three it's, or four people, maybe exactly something like that. Yeah. And and the setting. Is is basically one place. It's the it's Christmas Eve, and it's in this woman's house. And 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 part of this movie, the woman is holed up in her bathroom of all places. And and so even you know the the scene doesn't change much either. Um, and it doesn't require it. I mean, there is there is an intensity to the acting that I've uh, I, I seldom see. And so I, I highly recommend this film. So yeah, that's my number two. Number one is. Coming well, up, that's my number yeah. one. So, uh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. beautiful. <laughs> I, I, we said there was going to be a crossover there, and that is, um, I was just debating whether or not to put it number one just because, um, you know, when, when we're talking about like Christmas and all the Christmas imagery, it doesn't have a lot of that. It does take no. place on Christmas Eve, it does have a snowy, um, you know, backdrop to it, which plays kind of really to the imagery, especially when you're they're, they're framing the isolation of this house. Well, it, it's interesting too because they're trying to frame the isolation of it while it's in suburbia, but. Yeah, I think I think there was something where didn't don't, don't the lights go the lights go out in the movie too. Yeah, uh, and it's just really trying to isolate it away from while still being in it, which is kind of correlation right to like Halloween, right? Like the original mm -hmm. Halloween, and like that being like you're in suburbia, but it's Halloween, and you don't know somebody's dressed up, and oh, now they're a killer, and that's kind of what made that so clever. And this isn't as I don't want to liken it to Halloween in terms of the cleverness of that, but the backdrop to the movie is kind of um, you know is is cool with that. Um, so, uh, yeah, like that's the only reason I wouldn't have put it because this is by far my favorite, you know, of the movies we spoke about, the, the most well done movie, I would say. Yeah. Um, while I like a lot of the other ones because they're cheesy, this is not cheesy at all. No. Um, it's, I, I wouldn't say it's like the perfect movie, but it's a really good um, mid 2000s. I think a lot of people know about it now that are into horror, um, mm -hmm. where that might not have been the case when it first came out. It came out on. Oh, I want to. I want to say it's like one of those like eight films to die for, or like one of those like when they had the series of like um, uh, Lenny. You know what I'm talking about? Like those dimension films, or yeah, uh, they had movies that they were releasing that they were independent films, um, yeah. and and it was done because um, we saw we actually went to one of those events where they were uh, they had um, 
like you said, seven or eight films to die for. Yeah, I think that's and they were was. showing them in the theater and you had a chance to catch these different movies. I, uh, um, Mulberry Street and a couple of other movies uh, that yeah. I actually caught in the theater um, were like that. And so these were like a one off showings. You weren't really they didn't right. get wide audiences, but there's such a gritty realism to this film that it just. Yeah, whew. For real, for real. And what I was going to say about that is, you know, I had low expectations going into it because I had seen a few of those. And I, I feel like there was part of, there was partially some hype around that too, right? When Dimension, Dimension I think they were, it was Dimension Extreme, right? And they mm -hmm. had the Extreme label and they were doing the eight movies to die for. After Dark, maybe it was eight films to die for, but then it was Dimension Extreme. And right. the same kind of thing, though. Yeah, they had these ones, but I felt like they were some, they were kind of trying to, like, you know, push out these other movies and cash in on some of this and, like, just having it under a different, like, category. It's like, oh, these are all, like, film festival things. And, you know, th while they were, um, I didn't like a lot of them that much, but this one, head and shoulders above the rest, you know, it just, yeah. just so, so, so good, so well done. <laughs> Um, yeah, tension up the wazoo. Oh man, it was awesome. It just, uh, yeah, and and um, you know, at the end of the movie, you find out, you know, what the reason for this, you know, this stalking is, and it's not something that um, I mean, you you could guess it. Um, I, I would guess you would say, what do what do you think, Lenny? Do you think you could guess it? I think you, I think you could. Um, it's not like it's gonna it's a complete curveball, right? Um, within the realm of guessing, but I, mm -hmm. I don't think I did the first time I saw it. Um, and then the end of it is just yeah, it's pretty uh, it's pretty pretty crazy. Um, definitely recommend it for anybody who hasn't seen it. I feel like in ways it kind of plays back to the '80s slasher, which is partially why I like it because it's uh, while it's more of a um, uh, you know home invasion movie than like a, a straight up slasher. True, that's true. Um, and which which was popular also around that time, and like I, th I think continues really to be, um, you know, in the horror and suspense field. Um, it's one of the ones that did it really well. And I think that it's, um, yeah, it really just, it, it stands like now it's, it, it's like, a, it's like a modern cult classic. It's like a modern, modern classic. I, yeah. I from everybody else that I talked to about it. You can't, you can't hype you this movie it. enough, really. I mean, yeah. I, I know a lot of people will see this and they'll, and they'll be like, oh, you know, we've seen it, been there, done that. But you know, no, I, I think you really need to pay attention to the film and, uh, and really enjoy it for what it's worth. Worth a watch, worth a watch, but you know we got to say a couple of shitty things about it because I don't want Omar to think it's you know to hype him up too much, and then um, <laughs> and let me down. Yeah, oh man, I don't, don't want to let the boy down. Yeah, <laughs> watch it. You, you'll like it. It's kind of okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's all right. It's all right. It's okay. What do, I, what do I know, Side. dude? I put Silent Night, Deadly Night Five on my list. What do I know? Don't exactly. Exactly. He's got no clue on this. One. I have no idea about anything. Number one, he put it at. Oh come on. All right, Omar, give us your number one. All right, well, here's the thing. Again, this isn't, remember, we weren't doing this in order, so, and I hadn't seen that many uh, Christmas horror movies, and I'm yeah. going to steal what you had suggested uh, last time we met, Lenny, by saying uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, wow, you I'm going to steal that from you, yeah. Oh, yeah. Again, it's not, like I said, uh, I... Wait I think a minute. My you guys gave me one, shit. You guys gave me shit when I mentioned that. I didn't. I'm I didn't. Give him I shit thought it was minute. great. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, ahead. yeah. I did. Uh, you know, um, I think I, I'm thinking probably my my actual number one probably would been uh, would be uh, Krampus. But uh, this again, I was just kind of mixing it up and everything. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just fun. Again, um, I you know, I, it's 
clearly a visual movie. It's very artistically done. You know, of course, not scary or anything, but some of the some of the visuals are are intense a little. You know, yeah. Uh, for what it is, it's just a fun, uh, you know, fun horror movie. You know, absolutely. I Dark love this movie. And the colors, everything. Yeah. I mean, this talk about a movie that spawned merch. I mean, yeah. God. Yeah. holy yeah. Christ. I mean, right. And some of this stuff is not only tough to get. Yeah. Uh, but it's super expensive because I got into it and um, in collectability stuff. Um, and when it first came out, like I have a, a coffee mug, that coffee mug's probably worth that. The set was probably worth like $200 or something. Wow. My sister had Damn. both of them and I was like, I want one. She actually gave me one of the coffee mugs from her set. So and I don't use it now because it's just it's just too rare. So I just leave it in my in my uh, you know coffee uh, in, you know in the uh, in the cabinet. But it spawned tons of merchandise and um, I don't know. I mean, it just it, it, the music and Danny Elfman's music. Right. Was, I just bought yep. the soundtrack again. I have it. I had it on. Um, cd and sebastian and i would watch this movie all the time and whenever we were in the car i would put the cd in and we would sing along <laughs> to it and just drive wherever we were going we love that that soundtrack too um i just recently bought it on vinyl uh just to have it and uh man it's it's just i can't say enough great things about that movie it's it's perfect see i was gonna actually say again but it's not a christmas movie so i couldn't put it uh above but uh, i actually did enjoy uh corpse bride better like for me it, it had a more of a, a uh emotional impact i i thought it was yeah. just really really good movie yeah okay. uh, but it wasn't a christmas movie so i couldn't put it on this list nope you but, cannot uh, yeah so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i've never seen corpse bride so i know oh you shame, gotta see it i still it's haven't a, I never seen, seen that either really i haven't seen that one either i, I have to check you guys it out. should I definitely you were talking see it up the other night. Yeah. really good really good a, all right a very very enjoyable um, movie yeah and i mean look you know I, <clears throat> I i mean for me it's not personally for me i don't feel like it's horror but it's it's a fantastic <laughs> movie i mean tim burton all the darkness all of that kind of thing great atmosphere <clears throat> like you said, it's visually stunning, stands up after all these years, of course, you know, all of that. Absolutely. Um, one, of, one of my girlfriend's favorite movies. So actually, we're talking about the soundtrack. We went down um, two years ago. That was part of a present that I got for her. We went down to the city and saw um, Danny Elfman do it live. Oh, man, oh, wow. I remember. And it was, I heard wow. about that. Yeah, I yeah, missed it was, that. It was cool. It was a great, I mean, she loved it. And they, well, they, you know, they played it in the background. They played it to the movie. That's yeah, awesome. you know, they had those, yeah, so it was so it was really cool. I mean, for me personally, like I don't have a lot of nostalgia with this movie. I just I, oh, wow. I didn't see it until many years later. I think oh, I saw okay. it the first time maybe like six or seven years ago. Hmm. Um, so it didn't hit me in that way. I mean, just watching it, though, I'm just like, I can appreciate, you know, the beauty of it. I can appreciate, you know, what I've always loved, um, you know, D Danny Elfman's great, but I've always, you know, loved Burton in general. Um, mm -hmm. So, I mean, like I said, you know, for for me. I'm not going to say horror, but um, right. I mean, just just a great a great Christmas time fun movie for sure fun for sure. fun movie yeah yeah for sure. Well, it is the nightmare before Christmas, and you know, even though it is Christmas Town, there is there is a scary element, you know, Halloween element to it. So it's absolutely a, a horror movie. You can't pass it up. It's the gifts, the gifts that were given. You know, creepy <laughs> stuff coming out. It's just yeah, man, they were horrific. I know. It's, it's just so much fun. It's it such, is. It's, it's so creative. The colors, I, everything. Yeah. It it is. Um, I I will I will say it's not a, a traditional scary. Film, yeah. Yeah. But it's exactly. um yeah it's family friendly. But it's just it's right. wonderful. I love that movie. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, I can't. You can't say enough. There's another movie that's just a timeless classic that I just love. So, and what about good your selection, one? my friend? Yes. But uh, my number one yeah. is a movie from 1984. It is um, one of my favorite directors, Joe Dante. Um, this is a fantasy horror comedy, and it is known as. Gremlins. I should have put that on my list. I forgot that that's a Christmas movie. Gremlins, I, I, was, I was thinking. Friend. I was yeah. thinking about it. I, I told myself to leave movie, it off man. just because I knew yeah. everybody. Yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, no, yeah. I could have definitely put I, that on my list. I just forgot. That's I had a, a feeling you guys weren't going to mention yeah. it, and I love this movie yeah. so much. I saw it in Such the theater yeah, when it first came here. out. I, I mean, we had this on VHS. I mean, I had the DVD, although I don't know what the hell happened to it. Um, uh, I just, I love. I love Joe Dante. Yeah. One of my favorite werewolf movies is the howling. Um, and just a bunch of uh, every movie that Joe Dante has done. I've always loved. I always appreciate his work. This movie was such a, an amazing tale when it first came out. It had all the elements of movies that I loved. Um, the, the puppets, uh, the crazy situations that the puppets were in. Um, uh, you know, at first, when I first saw this movie, I didn't really it had some creepy elements. It's got a very dark sensibility to it. And it didn't strike me as necessarily a horror movie at first, but then there were elements mm. of this, like the scene in the kitchen. Yes. When the, yeah. Yes. Blender was, and all the, yeah. The blender was gory yeah. as fuck. And the microwave, <laughs> the <laughs> microwave. I mean, just pushing those know. PG limits, you know, they, they, well, and you know what? I don't know. Yeah, PG 13 in 1984 is, like light years away yeah. from PG 13 today, they could get mm. away with a lot more cursing and just it was crazy. With, uh, Indiana Jones, I think was the, was the turning point, right? When they made right. PG 13. I, I think it was right. a temple of doom. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Temple of doom, yeah. Yeah. With the heart scene. Yeah. That was, yeah, that, so yeah. I think yeah. it was I such a new really, rating. Like yeah. it was like, what do we, what do we do with this? All right. right. They, didn't say, they didn't say fuck. All right. PG 13. Yeah, it's true. That's true. I think that was the line you can't cross, but um, yeah, this movie had everything for me this even just um you know um uh, phoebe cates talking about her father dressing as santa and dying that in the, was in the, so weird in the chimney. Yeah, that right? was, like that movie takes a fucking <laughs> turn when she starts yeah. talking about that i'm like what's going on <laughs> like holy <laughs> shit this is dark coming down yeah, yeah. this is oh. dark as hell like yeah. i considered oh this God. for my list and um you know i of course it always comes to mind right you know but um yeah i, I didn't want to because i'm just like oh it's just so popular i don't want it but it doesn't that doesn't detract anything from the movie no, like i think a lot of times you, you think that like you know oh this is so this is you know that everybody knows this but then when you go back and you watch some of these movies you see that there's reasons for that you know why yes. they're so in, in, and like some of that comes together and th this movie is not as straightforward of a movie especially when it came out as you people think of it now because it's right. a classic kind of again in that retrospect kind of a thing mm, yeah um, if you know if you go back and watch this movie again now i think you're going to see that yeah there's some crazy weird things in it and it doesn't it's yeah it's it's a streamlined story in terms of um you know what happens in it and there are these rules for these you know these 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 creatures right and there's right you know the whole family oriented thing but yeah there are these these quirky moments that are definitely that make it more of a cult classic than you would think like a classic <clears throat> In, right. If that right. makes sense. Just, I mean, obviously that's yeah. based on like grosses and everything like that, but um, sure. that some other, you know, films might've fell into a, you know, 
might have been a cult classic as opposed to like you know this big classic you know, yeah so. i get you there there is and i think because it is so dark and it and it rides so many different lines like it is a fantasy film and it and it plays to that you know f- you know kid friendly fantasy but it's just dark enough to be a scary movie and there are twisted elements when they go when they become the gremlins like when the mogwai become gremlins that that movie just goes off the rails. It does. Yeah. It does. And it, it becomes really crazy. I mean, I, I you know, I mean, there's, and, there's everything the, about it that I love. The, the final battle with uh, Stripe. Yeah. Yeah. Was intense, man. Yeah. Especially what he falls into the pool. Then the light hits him and he pops yeah. out and yeah. he's bubbling. Well, gnarly. It's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, and, man. And it's funny because it also um, like you guys are talking about the darkness, but there was also this kind of 80s Hollywood sensibility. So it was, you know, which I I like that old sensibility, that 80s kind of polished type of, uh, you know, film, very Spielbergian, you know, Mm -hmm. and so combined it, yeah, really combined it well, very, you know, very well. You know, I I enjoyed that. Yeah, because the the town that they're in. Yeah, I yeah. think that's what made it more in the um, you know classic realm. Just you know that that budget really did push it over and let them do oh, some yeah. things, and otherwise they wouldn't have been able to. And I think it still would have been a great movie, even if it yeah, had, right. Um, you know, if it was coming from a different angle. And the, and the comedic elements were great. You know, yeah. he's yeah. he he comes in one of them, and and he's like a flasher. You know, he he opens up his coat, yep. and he's like ah. You know? yeah. that's <laughs> why i liked part two so much because it, they just took all the gr- the crazy elements yep. of these of the personality of these gremlins and then they just amped it up like they just you know part oh, two right. was even crazier well if we you're got talking lucky. about when we're talking about sequels real talk part two and part one part two is just as good as part one absolutely and i'll say i, I, I agree with you limited things in a different way it's not as dark of a movie uh, obviously, you know, that's more stripped away in favor of comedy and in favor of, but I, I, for me personally, I think it's just as, as, as fun of a movie, maybe Gremlins, yeah. maybe the first Gremlins is made a little bit better in terms of like, you know, storytelling and all this, but I would say it's just as fun of a movie, if not more. I agree with you. I, we, you know, we got lucky. We took, and I, of course it's a horror related movie. I took Sebastian and, and Anita, the three of us went around Christmas time a few years ago. Um, and we saw a double feature. We saw Gremlins one and two at the Alamo draft house. Nice. And one of the, one of the best double features I've ever seen in a theater, man, it was so much fun. It's just, a great time this is um this is one of those christmas movies you know like die hard i don't care what bruce willis says because he says no it's not a christmas movie fuck you bruce willis you don't know what you're talking about (laughs) die hard is a christmas movie we watch die hard at christmas time too so there are certain films you know for people who are into genre movies action movies and stuff like that um these movies they're endearing and we watch them at certain times because they it there's a a certain feel about them that I want to capture those moments again, you know. And I know you guys know what I'm talking about and I, I know a lot of people that we talk to they feel the same way but um yeah, for me you know, Gremlins is one of those films. I mean you could not have matched it up with a better holiday. It's totally yeah. a Christmas film and and you can't yeah, I can't I feel any other I way agree. about it. So that's the list. 15 horror films. Some of them crossed over, which I was surprised we were able to avoid a lot of those. But hey, you know, True. what the hell? I mean, when movies are good, they um, they speak to people about and, uh, you know, they they um, they bring you into um, into a club, you know, that 
that few people share in in this type of thing, you know. Then, but when they do, and they're passionate about it, I we could talk about this crap all day long, and and just you know find fun things to talk about. So, For sure. um, I For love sure. doing this. I'm glad you guys do too. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, well, we're at the thank, two thank hour you guys for mark. Having me for uh, oh, wow, doing this, it was a great time. Uh, that yeah, did not it's feel always like two hours. No, it didn't. And no, uh, you're no, welcome, literally. Rob, because, um, uh, you know, as much as Omar and I like to do this stuff and we like to write and do vamps and we we've done a bunch of other stuff and we're in the process of like getting ready to to start another um, screenplay and stuff like that. Nice. I, I'd like I like, you know, we love having you around, man. We love having you talk to us about the about this stuff. And you always bring uh, a fresh element of, oh, shit, I've never seen that movie or what the fuck? What movie is that? Um, I, I'm People always usually when they when I bring something to the table, they usually say I've never seen anything like that. Yes, right. I, was, I, was, I was talking about physically, but um, yeah. oh, wonderful <laughs> movies as well. <laughs> We, Not in a good uh, way. It's like four Tic Tacs. Oh, oh man. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's all hey, right. We you, still like you, you street trash. It, it, it develops a sense of humor. You know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, listen. We want to thank everybody for listening to this. Um, we uh, hope everyone has a happy holiday, Merry Christmas, and Christmas Hanukkah. Whatever you, whatever it is, you uh, if you worship the devil, I'm all in on that too. Uh, especially around this holiday. So get your pentagrams upside down and hang them from your stockings. Satan um, claws. Satan claws. Satan claws. Um, yeah, I we hope you guys enjoyed this as much as we do. And um, thanks for joining us again, and we'll see you guys soon.